Come in. Hey, Doc. Mr. George, back again, I see. What can I do for you this time? Still having nightmares about Nick Stauskas and Spencer Hawes shooting you with a BB gun? It was a paintball gun, and no, I got over that. Based on their NBA careers, I figured they'd just miss 80% of the time. Anyway, I need your therapeutic expertise for something else. Alright, so what's the problem? It's Sacramento Kings related. It always is. Well, you see, I host this podcast where I talk about the Kings daily. Why in the world would you do that to yourself? It's been great for my career. The Locked On Podcast Network is taking off, and I'm thrilled to be a part of it. The issue is how I came to host it. Go on. You see, in order to get Jason Ross to leave the podcast and give it to me, I kinda had to make a deal with the devil. You mean figuratively, like you sold out to a corporation? No, I mean Satan. The actual devil. Lucifer. You know, horns and all that. Turns out he's a Kings fan. Makes sense, seeing as how God hates the Kings and anyone who supports them. Okay, so you made a deal with Satan to host the Locked on Kings podcast? Yes. You thought that was a good idea? Seemed like it at the time. And now you regret that decision and want out? Yes, well, I wouldn't mind keeping the podcast. I'd just like to get out of the whole pact with the father of all evil, if you believe in that sort of thing. Have you tried talking with God? Heard he was a Lakers fan. Well, he seems like the only one who could potentially help you. I was afraid you were going to say that. Has this Satan of yours caused harm to you in some way, like to your career? You mean besides encouraging me to write Don't Need Luca and Double Down? So that was him, huh? Yep. He possessed me. I had nothing to do with it. Uh-huh. Well, what were the terms of this deal? I take over the Locked on Kings podcast in exchange for my basketball fandom until... The Sacramento Kings win a championship. In that case, you're probably screwed. Yeah, you're right. I'm such an idiot. Do you do exorcisms? You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Sacramento Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. Time for another episode of Locked. On Kings. Now that you've heard my latest therapy session, today's podcast is going to give us a little bit of a break from the Sacramento Kings as I'm going to be joined by Jason Ross. We're doing a fun little exercise involving the draft histories of every single team in the NBA, but with a twist. If there were no trades on draft day and no such thing as free agency, a team picked a player and that was the player that they had. They stayed on that one team until their career ended. What would the 30 NBA franchises look like? As of today, who would be the favorite to win the NBA championship? Jason and I are going to explore that a little bit on today's Locked on Kings podcast. Hello and welcome into Locked on Kings, your podcast hub for Sacramento Kings coverage all regular season and all offseason. If you're looking for in-depth analysis, game-by-game breakdowns, highlights, interviews with local and national experts, full coverage of the Sacramento Kings from January through December, this is the place for you, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. At only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. Stay tuned for the Ultra Player of the Week coming up later in the episode. 
My name is Matt George. I have the privilege of being your host here. I've been a Sacramento Sports Radio host for the last six years. This is season number seven for me, covering the Kings both as an on-air host and multimedia journalist. And of course, normally our attention is on the Kings all the time here on the Locked on Kings podcast. But I think anyone who's been following the Kings this season and certainly over the last four games can understand needing a bit of a break. The Kings will still be involved in this exercise, in this conversation, but Jason and I are going more broad NBA perspective today. I think you'll really enjoy this experiment that we do, the findings, what we come up with, the discussion around it. So without any further ado, here is my conversation, my experiment with the former host of the Locked On Kings podcast and current radio broadcaster for your Sacramento Kings, Jason Ross. Well, Jay Ross, the secret's out. You heard in the intro, uh, that's how I got the Locked On Kings podcast from you. Just in case you didn't know, I, I made a deal with Satan to get you to leave so I could have the podcast. But hey, every once in a while, I can invite you back and get a little glimpse of what used to be the light at the end of the tunnel, uh, so to say. And it's a pleasure to have you back on. We're going to do something a little bit different today, take a break from the Sacramento Kings. And I think we all need a, a bit of a break from the Kings at this point in time when they have uh, a couple of days off before their meeting with the Detroit Pistons. But hey, welcome back. Uh, see, I'm always here. You didn't notice. I called you on the Monday episode. Which one were you? Were you the you're the one frustrated about the lack of consistency in defense in Sacramento? I think that was you. See, you did catch me. Mm. How's therapy, by the way? Uh, it's um, it's not very productive. Not yeah. very productive. Turns out they don't do exorcisms or uh, really help with any kind of issue with <laughs> the devil. But uh, they do help with overall sanity. And they always recommend, therapists always recommend doing things like, you know, other projects to take your mind off of the big projects, which is kind of what we're doing here today. And the idea behind this, this was actually more of your idea than mine when we were talking what? about creative things to do. Imagine you being the creative one. What a what a weird concept. The best I can come up with is what you heard at the beginning of the podcast. Uh, but we're taking, we're looking back at the draft. I'm taking the Eastern Conference. You're taking the Western Conference. And we're looking back at all drafts, starting with, uh, the most recent for each team that has a player that's still actively in the NBA. And we're looking at the draft as if there were no draft day trades, there were no, um, or anything like that. So the, the player that you picked, you actually have. Even if you made the selection, for example, when, when the Kings in the De'Aaron Fox draft took Zach Collins, but that pick actually went to Detroit. He would be a King. He would be a Sacramento yeah. King, right. So I looked at all of the teams in the Eastern Conference. You looked at all the teams in the Western Conference, and we're going to look at their rosters, and basically we're going to pick the top eight seeds in each conference and then talk about which would come out of their con- uh, conference and then which would win uh, the NBA Finals. Make sense? Yeah, and it was, it was a little bit eye-opening in the fact that you know, some of the stuff you just forget, maybe that, oh, wow, they were never on that team. They draft, you know, again, back to the Kings. Bismack Biombo is technically on the Kings list. Never played a second as a King. Zach Collins, your other reference, but um, just to see how teams actually drafted if they never moved a player. One of the weirdest things about this was it, it was. It- I expected to see some of the major market teams not have the most impressive draft history because they don't usually need a draft. They can build a team via free agency. Uh, There were also a lot of teams, like in the Kings case, where they've had a lot of draft picks, but they haven't quite worked out. But I was surprised to see how many teams that have been really good at attracting free agents and have been perennial contenders or perennial playoff teams do have really solid draft history, meaning they are in the standings in real life and they will be in our uh, standings for this exercise. And I guess I'll start with the Eastern Conference, J. Ross, and we'll start with seeds eight through five in each conference before going through the top four. 
Uh, and I actually want to start with a team that didn't make it. The team that was right on the bubble for me, it was between this team uh, and the team that I'll share with you that finished in eighth. But the, the team that just missed out in the Eastern Conference for me, I'd put them, I guess, as the ninth seed, was the uh, Toronto Raptors, who, looking at their draft history, DeMar DeRozan, Jonas Valanciunas, Terrence Ross, DeLon Wright, Pascal Siakam, Jakob Pertl, and OG Ananobi. I, I couldn't find wow. a spot for them. A that really, team doesn't make the top eight? A really good roster. I could not find a spot for them. The team that beat them out was the Washington Wizards with JaVale McGee, John Wall, Nemanja Bialica, Bradley Beal, Otto Porter, Jerrion Grant, Rui Hachimura, and Danny, I always screw up his last name, oh. the, the rookie, Avija. Uh, uh, yeah. Avija. Well, one, on that, don't remember Belly being drafted by Washington. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. But that team, made team. The, that team made the eighth seed for me mainly because of how good Bradley Beal is and now that we've seen John Wall healthy and what he can do again, they kind of gave me the edge there. Uh, the team in seventh, I had the Chicago Bulls, which this roster was, if you if you take how good they used to be and some players used to be into account, I think they could be a really dangerous team. LaMarcus Aldridge, I didn't realize or I completely forgot that the, the Bulls drafted him. Derek Rose, James Johnson, Jimmy Butler, Yusuf Nurkic, Gary Harris, and then Denzel Valentine, Wendell Carter, Kobe White, and Patrick Williams. That's a really good team. That's a, the Bulls As have a had seven. The Bulls have had some really good success with yeah. their their draft history. So I have the Bulls at seven. The Charlotte Hornets. Now this team blew my mind. I wanted to put them higher, but I, I kind of had to hold myself back. Al Horford, oh right, whoops, that's the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, the Charlotte Hornets, Jared Dudley, DJ Augustine, Kemba Walker, Tobias Harris, Michael Kidd-Gilchrist, Cody Zeller, Noah Vonley, Malik Monk, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, P.J. Washington, and LaMelo Ball. That's good. I like that team that's a lot. I, I did not know that Washington took, or, or rather um, Charlotte took Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Yeah. I, I was not aware of that. And then finally, the team that I have in the fifth seed, is the Boston Celtics, and this is one of those teams where you could expect to see them or imagine seeing them build through free agency and be a perennial playoff contender, but they've also had a a lot of really good drafts. Avery Bradley, Marcus Smart, Terry Rozier, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Romeo Langford, Matisse Theibel, and Aaron Neesmith. Okay. So those are those. The East is pretty impressive. I was going to say I'm, I'm impressed by the back end of the East that you have compared to maybe the back end of the West for me. Okay, so I'll go with number eight. I didn't have a, an extra team. This was just kind of the team I put at eight. And it, it, the interesting thing about Memphis, who I have at eight, is the gap in their draft. So John Morant, Jaron Jackson Jr., to Kevin Love, Ooh. Mike Conley, and Kyle Lowry, though. Like that okay. five is pretty good. It's just there's a big gap in there of years. Uh, number seven, I had to do it. I put the Kings. I put the Kings, and I know there's a lot of misses here, but if I list the totality of players that are in the league right now, Halliburton, Bagley, Gary Trent Jr., De'Aaron Fox, Zach Collins, Willie Cauley-Stein, Ben McLemore, Bismack Biombo, and I'm really going off a pass, but Isaiah Thomas, DeMarcus Cousins, and Hassan Whiteside. Mm -hmm. That probably should be the eight and maybe even out, but I wanted to give the Kings a little love. Give them some love. Uh, You know, that's what therapy's for. Gary Trent Jr. and Zach Collins would be so so nice here in Sacramento or would have been so nice or the Kings could have just, I don't know, kept that 10th pick and took, you know, don't do it. A guy named, uh, therapy. We're, remember we're working through oh, things sorry, here. Sorry. You're right. Uh, number six, Donovan Mitchell, Portland, um, a little bit thin, but of course there's some gems here. They get, I can go with Simons, technically Harry Giles, uh, Justin Jackson, 
Rondé Hollis Jefferson, but C.J. McCollum and Dame Lillard give him a chance every time. Throw in Myers Leonard, Patty Mills, and Will Barton. Okay. But again, I still think the back end of the East of what you've said has been better than what I've said. Okay. Um, but then my number five team, hurt to do this, but it's the Lakers. And I wouldn't have thought kind of based on your... I never would have guessed that. But it's interesting as it goes along. So like Jaden McDaniels, uh, DeAndre Hunter, these guys aren't on another team. Neither is Mo Wagner. Uh, but Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, D'Angelo Russell, Julius Randle, and Patrick Beverly. They had a golden couple of years of being bad and connecting on draft picks that didn't end up working out there because LeBron came in and sped up the timeline. Yep. But they've all moved on and been relatively all effective. Stars, right? yeah. Russell, Randle, and Ingram have all been all-stars. Ball hasn't been. But even Beverly, I didn't realize that they drafted Beverly. So that's my eight through five. It is time for the Michelob Ultra Player of the Week, and based off of recent performances for the Kings, I don't think anybody deserves this award. However, I'm giving it to Harrison Barnes for two reasons. One, in the most recent loss in Minnesota, Harrison at least came out of the gate aggressive with a sense of urgency, which the rest of the team lacked, scoring 12 points in the first quarter of that game. And number two, his comments after the game, which I played for you and discussed in detail on yesterday's Locked on Kings podcast, were spot on and needed to be said. Harrison Barnes has been in the league a long time, so he knows that the journey is only worth it if you enjoy it. Like Michelob Ultra, 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, that joy creates success. And there's not much joy happening in the Kings basketball land right now, not just for the players themselves and the organization themselves, but also for Kings fans. Enjoyment itself isn't the end game, it's the whole game. Joy, happiness, enjoyment. That is what this Kings team is lacking right now. That is what they had in abundance during that five-game winning streak. Harrison Barnes, the leadership that he provides in the locker room, earns him the Michelob Ultra Player of the Week. Are you happy because you win, or do you win because you're happy? All right, so now let's look at the top four of the East and the West. Number four for me was the Indiana Pacers, another impressive roster. Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. So the L.A. Clippers just cut and paste now, put them in Indiana with the Pacers. Uh, So George Leonard, Miles Plumlee, Miles Turner, Karis LeVert, and Aaron Holiday. That's well. Obviously, the meat there is is Kawhi. It's That's it's. Good. I That's just good. I couldn't put them any lower just yeah. based off of how high they are in the Western Conference at yeah. the moment. And I figured the East is a little bit easier, but I, it, it was fun to see that those two who are currently in Los Angeles were drafted by technically drafted uh, by the same team in Indiana. So I put the Pacers at number four. Number three is the Atlanta Hawks. This team is stacked. J. Ross, Al Horford, Jeff Teague, Dennis Schroeder. Kelly Oubre, John Collins, Luka Doncic, Kevin Herter, Cam Reddish, and Onyeka Okongwu. I mean, that's a stacked team. They did get Trey Young ultimately, but they're also, you know, much like we know here about not taking Luka, they've got to think about that too. Young's great. Yeah. But they could have had Luka. Easier pill to swallow than here in uh, Sacramento with what we ended up with, but. Therapy, Matt. Therapy. Taking a break from the Kings. Uh, Number two, and I thought this was going to be my number one seed. The Philadelphia 76ers. Oh, I was sure Philly was one. I thought for sure, too. This roster's nuts. I have so many names on here because I couldn't cut any. Lou Williams, Thaddeus Young, Drew Holiday, Nikola Vucevic, Mo Harkless, Alfred Payton, Joel Embiid, Rashawn Holmes, Ben Simmons, Markel Fultz, Landry Shamit, McCall Bridges, and Tyrese Maxey. Okay, you better make a great case for one because I don't know who beats that. 
LeBron James beats that, and, and okay. it's LeBron James, okay. Kyrie Irving, and the uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers, the full Cavs roster, the number one seed. I just had to give it to them. Uh, LeBron, Kyrie, because they've actually won a championship together in Cleveland, Danny Green, Jay Crowder, Tristan Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, Joe Harris, Colin Sexton, Darius Garland, and Isaac Okoro. Okay, it's pretty good. It's that's, really good. That's I mean, that's a top two of Man. monumental proportions, but... I thought for sure Philly was going to be my team, and I, I just had to give it to the team that I knew actually won. Okay. All, so, right. all right. I'm ready for the top four in the West because I know this is going to get pretty top-heavy. Top four. This one's interesting because I don't love the overall depth to it, but I'm going kind of on your – they've won a championship with basically with this group, so Golden State Warriors. Wiseman and Poole, Kevon Looney, Eric Paschal. I'm not hearing anything that wows me. Mm-hmm. Harrison Barnes, Draymond Green. Clay Thompson, Steph Curry. There's your big four. Who cares? Yeah, <laughs> everything so, else is filler. That that group and was, Wiseman. Yeah, I mean that's that that's a. I mean it's proven. Number three. This one I was not ready for for a couple of reasons. Um, Michael Porter Jr. It's the Denver Nuggets. Michael Porter Jr., Donovan Mitchell, uh, Jamal Murray, Jokic, Rudy Gobert. So it's like they they got the Jazz, but it's in Denver. So they have Gobert and Mitchell to go with Porter Jr. Murray, Jokic, uh, Fournier, and Carmelo Anthony. So Denver, I put it three. That'll do it. Number two, this is very top-heavy, but it's it's good. New Orleans Pelicans. Chris Paul, mm-hmm. Anthony Davis, Austin Rivers, Nerlens Noel, Buddy Heald, and Zion Williamson. Yep. And then number one, with a bullet, OKC. And they, um, and they got a lot more picks coming, yes. too. Yes. Uh, Emmanuel Quickly, who's had a great year with the Knicks. Brandon Clark, who's now with Memphis. Cameron Payne. Steven Adams. Reggie Jackson. Eric Bledsoe. Oh, James Harden. Russell Westbrook. Serge Ibaka. And Kevin Durant. Yeah. Enough said. The East might be better, though. Just I, top to bottom. I, I was more impressed with your list than the best that I could find from the West. I think the East is deeper, but I the top that top three, really the top two in the West, uh, it, it is really scary. I don't know. I mean, that OKC team alone, I'm amazed that team didn't win a championship in real life, even though they, they had opportunities. I guess moral of the story here is don't get too cute on draft day. Just just take the players that you take in that spot and, and hold on to them, and, and a lot of teams would be a lot better off than they are right now. Yeah. Uh, one other note I would say, I wanted to bring up this team because of just what they did, where they drafted I, the Spurs. Okay. And I think what's interesting is they're very much into player development. So Vassell. Lonnie Walker, White, they're all still on the team. DeJounte Murray. Kyle Anderson ultimately came up for a free agency contract and they moved on. But they had Kojo and George Hill. And I just think about, like, none of those guys are Hall of Famers or spectacular, but they've been pros. And yep. they've been in the league for 10 years. I'm like, you know what? And where they draft, they're pretty good. I mean, they're. I mean, none of this should be in my top eight, but I went, well, those guys are all still in the league. When you were going through, did you find a team that was – like just not good or really bad with their draft history because I I had a hard time finding a bad team if they had just stuck with their picks like the best that I could put together or the worst rather that I found was I I guess it's the New York Knicks which was Danilo Gallinari Iman Shumpert Tim Hardaway Jr. Kristaps Porzingis uh, Frank him Frank I've always messed up his name Kevin Knox R J Barrett Kyle Guy and Obi Toppin like it's not the lottery year yeah. But it's not great. And then I guess, I mean, kind of the magic, too, which was like Dwight Howard, J.J. Redick, Victor Oladipo, but Aaron Gordon, DeBontis Sabonis, Jonathan Isaac, Mo Bamba, Cole Anthony. I mean. I think the worst teams I found in the West, and there were for different reasons, Dallas. So Trey Young is is the name. Mm-hmm. 
Shake Milton, Dennis Smith Jr., Olenek, Mike Muscala. Like, that was my list, and I went, yikes. They haven't had that many picks. Uh, the Clippers have moved their picks. So the best of what they have is Blake and DeAndre, but that's before. I mean, more recently, it's Miles Bridges, Bullock, Al Farouk Aminu. And then Houston, I think they've been without picks, too. Like, they've moved – Dylan Brooks. Now, Montrez Harrell, Clint Capella, but Rudy Gay, Batum. Right. Like, it just – you can see where teams just haven't been drafting. And like the Lakers, like you said earlier, like I would have thought they wouldn't have had much of a list. But all the years they did miss, they had lottery picks and they actually drafted pretty well. So is it fair to say in your mind it's a shoe-in OKC is coming out of the West in your mind with that roster? Yeah, I mean, I think obviously if you put out Chris Paul and Anthony Davis and Zion with Buddy, like that's pretty good. And even uh, I think the Denver team can hit you with depth, but I, I would pick OKC. Who's coming out between Philly and Cleveland in, in the East? I want to argue for Philly just with how stacked that team is, but it's still LeBron and Kyrie have then to you're go against. Betting against LeBron again, right? right. Which is bad. I, you know, practice. I'm I'm putting my foot down. I'm going with 76ers. That roster, okay. just for the the purpose of this exercise, with how many names would be on that roster that the 76ers just goes to show you tanking and uh, Presti or Hinky was a, a genius. So, so let's do the 76er depth really quick against the Denver depth. What's your 76er team again? All right, 76er depth: Lou Williams, Thaddeus Young. Drew Holiday, Nikola Vucevic, Mo Harkless, Alfred Payton, Joel Embiid, Rashawn Holmes, yeah. Ben Simmons, Markel Fultz, Landry Shamit, McCall Bridges, and Tyrese Maxey. I won't even put the depth of Denver. Never mind. Doesn't have a chance. Yeah, no. I mean, the Philly Philly is the big winner in this exercise overall. So does that make does that make them the NBA champion in this well, exercise? But part of that was to like the process. So they were trying to acquire picks. I think as we do this going forward, it will be funny to see monitor OKC because. They've got all those picks. They're not going to keep all of those picks, mm-hmm. but they may literally have them on draft night and then spread them around the league. I'm hoping OKC learned a thing or two from Danny Ainge and, and Boston being a little too stingy holding yeah. on to those we picks. We got everything. When they, what does that mean? Yeah, they could have had, I think, the Boston. I mean, it's it's easy to say from thousands of miles away here in California, but I'd like to imagine Boston could have been in a better situation wheeling and dealing those picks on draft night than trying to hold out and then convince the Kings to take one of them for Harrison Barnes this this trade deadline. But, hey, being a GM sucks. It's yeah. hard. <laughs> the other exercise, the other part of the exercise I learned is, it, like, it's catchy to say, hey, they drafted this guy. They've got him for the next 10 years. How many, how many of those people are on? It just doesn't happen that often. Right. That's just too easy to say, and it doesn't really apply. Well, J. Ross, thank you for the therapy session, and uh, – Thank you for being influenced by the devil to let me take over the podcast. I appreciate you stepping down. I think you need more trips to the doctor. I do. I definitely do. We will be doing another podcast again in the near future, J-Ross, because we're like 39, 38 episodes away from episode number 1,000 of the Locked on Kings podcast. 1,000 episodes. We celebrated 500 together not too long ago and just pumping out content left and right here, but uh, we'll we'll look forward to to celebrating that pretty soon. Is it a thousand total? Like, a thousand, thousand total? For you? No, a thousand total with since you started I the feel podcast. Like I did ten. You must have done nine hundred ninety. No, no, okay. surely not. I th- it's probably like two hundred something to eight hundred something, or three hundred to seven hundred. I would say three se- three to seven. Okay, but do- quantity doesn't mean quality, as you as you know, and as the listeners know. There there's <laughs> there are many days where they miss J Ross. I can tell you that much.
Today's Locked On Kings podcast is brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. The improved Built Bar is even more delicious. They have 18 amazing flavors like cookies and cream, carrot cake, mint brownie, banana bread, and so many more. The bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and they're easy to chew. And on top of being delicious, Built Bars are healthy. They're great for the health conscious guy or girl. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. The bars are low calorie and low sugar, but high protein and high fiber. They're great for the keto diet. Give you an example, the peanut butter bar, 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs. Right now, if you head to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Today's Locked on Kings podcast is also brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action with the NBA, NHL, MLB all in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. You get real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, the scores, and the odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code Locked on. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Big thank you again to Jason Ross for making the time here to come back on the Locked On Kings podcast. I look forward to having him back on again in the very near future. A thousand episodes of Locked On Kings. Man, what a milestone. We are almost there. The Sacramento Kings are expected to speak to the media this afternoon from the practice facility. We'll hear from Luke Walton as well as a player or two. I will provide some of that audio and any interesting information that comes out of those sessions. On tomorrow's Locked On Kings podcast, as we get ready for the Kings to return to action in a game that I guess I should say is must win. But to be honest with you, I'm not super emotionally invested in at this point. The Kings and the Pistons tomorrow night in Sacramento. I hope you enjoyed today's experiment. A little bit of a break from the Kings. We'll be back in full Kings coverage mode tomorrow. Until then, my name is Matt George. You have been listening to the Locked On Kings podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You are Locked On Kings. Your daily Sacramento Kings podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.